0: Welcome to the Farm Commons Podcast, where we make farm law accessible and actionable for sustainable farmers and ranchers, as well as their networks of support. I'm Eva.
1: And I'm Kate. In each episode, we explore real legal issues faced on farms every day, providing key knowledge and tangible solutions to help you grow a thriving agricultural business.
0: From managing liability to navigating tough conversations with landlords and neighbors, we've got your back. Let's get started.
1: Kate, this time of year has health insurance on my mind.
0: Yes, I was actually just thinking about health insurance yesterday, and I'm sure many other people are too, especially if you're purchasing plans on the marketplace.
1: Yeah, for sure. Many farm and ranch owners rely on the marketplace for health insurance coverage, and others are able to get it through off-farm employment or even through a spouse's job benefit package. And even with a policy secured, though, after you do that work, you know, doing your research, trying to select the right plan for you, it's still hard to know if the insurance coverage is enough. And farming is, you know, so hard on the body and accidents can happen. So that's why today we're going to explore coverage options for the farm or ranch owner's health. And we've got Rachel here, who's going to help us parse through two key strategies. Hey, Rachel.
2: Hi, folks. Good to have this conversation. I know a lot of times when we're talking about injuries, folks are thinking, oh, we're, we're talking about employee injuries or guest injuries. But this today's conversation is a little different. Today we're gonna be focusing on the business owner and how owners can address injuries that might happen to themselves. You know how it is when an owner is injured, well, it's hard to run the business, hard to manage those employees and and get work done. And often the owner is the only one who handles specific jobs. So the farm operation obviously is pretty deeply
0: impacted when the owner gets injured. And when we talk about injuries, I think of health insurance. Is that what we're gonna be talking about today? Yeah,
2: that's part of it. Health insurance is definitely a, an important strategy for managing injury. But today I want to talk also about workers' compensation and how that can work together with the health insurance policy to give farm and ranch owners better security in terms of how they're managing risks to their health.
0: Ah, okay. So workers' comp is not just for workers. You got it. That's, that's right. Farm
2: owners can cover themselves with workers' comp also. Now, you know, we're, we're tossing around a couple of different kinds of insurance and in how they work together. So we're going to compare those. Um, before we get there, maybe it's best that we, we start with that baseline, health insurance. Um, what we can say, what we know for sure, is that farming and ranching is one of the most hazardous occupations um, that folks can go into. Uh, the good news, though, is that most farmers and ranchers actually carry private health insurance. In fact, the numbers are you know somewhere between ninety and ninety-two percent um, of farmers have health insurance. That's more than the average population, more than your average U.S. citizen. Higher percentage have health insurance. So, you know, when it comes to farmer and, farm and ranch owners, having some form of coverage for injuries isn't the big issue. But at the same time, sixty-five percent of farmers say that the cost of health insurance is their number one financial issue. And you know how that is. It's the cost of the premiums. It's the deductibles you got to pay. It's the prescriptions that aren't covered. And all of that has a huge impact. Even those costs alone can force a farm family into bankruptcy when they can't afford to pay all of that. And of course, if you can't take care of your body, you also can't continue to farm. So health insurance costs have a huge impact on farm families, and they can also lead to a failure of succession. You know, you can't pass on the business if the successor who wants to buy it also can't afford their own health insurance or take care of their bodies. So despite the fact that, by and large, most farmers are carrying private health insurance, something is still wrong. They have health insurance, they're paying for it, but it isn't working for them.
1: Yeah, Rachel, I think what you're getting at here is a really important point, and that is farmers and ranchers are underinsured Even though they have health insurance, you know, you said they're paying for it. And even with it, they can't afford the cost of receiving the actual care that they may need.
2: Exactly. Right. And these are general trends. And, you know, many specific farmers um, do have health insurance that covers the care that they need and use. But on a national level, the trend is that health insurance coverage is not enough to address what the farm owner really needs. So our listener, you know, chances are high that they understand exactly what we are talking about and are experiencing those those pain points of having coverage, but yet still not being able to afford to take care of themselves. So let's talk solution, you know? I mean, that's why we run this podcast, right? Well, I've got, you know, I got a deceptively simple and almost rude suggestion. (laughs) How about we just get better insurance with a lower deductible or that covers the insurance a person... It covers the treatment that a person needs.
0: <laughs> Super easy. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, if only, right? I mean, I, I think that anybody who's living in the United States already knows that finding healthcare is a maddening process of of juggling our physical well being with our budget. And you know, I just want to acknowledge that that's a fundamentally unfair gamble, and it's uh, it's messed up. And this conversation about health insurance always makes me just rage.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm laughing because it's just like a physical response to how frustrating this is. Um, Yeah, totally resonates with me, too, what you just said, Kate. And at the end of each year, when I look at my health insurance options, uh, there's so much to sort through. You know, the system assumes that I know what treatment I will need. And recently, I moved, and so I don't really know doctors in my area. And anyway, I have no idea parsing through all that, and it's really hard to predict what your needs will be, um, especially if you don't have any known issues at the time of enrollment. And my partner is self-employed, and so um, he doesn't have insurance through his employment. And so he also has to look at whether injuries from self-employment are excluded when we buy on the marketplace. And if he did bring health insurance through a job, so if he wasn't an artist and he was working for someone else, um, we'd still have to ask that question of exclusion. So we're really constantly juggling what we can afford with what we need. So Rachel, there's there's got to be something else we can do to move forward here, right? Uh, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, but uh, just to continue the thread,
2: I mean, I'm right there with you. Nothing drives me to... Literal tears, quite like trying to navigate <laughs> health insurance. Um, you alluded to a couple of really important issues, Eva, and I want to I want to put some bullet points on those just to make sure that we are um, that, that that we're naming these these problems. Many people don't have any choice about health insurance. Some folks buy on the marketplace, and so they really are trying to buy the right policy for them. But others might have it through an off-farm job or a spouse. And so there is no choice. It's simply take it or leave it. Um, At the time that we buy health insurance, somehow we're supposed to, the system assumes that we know what treatment we'll need and that we could select a policy that somehow addresses those needs, but we don't. And what you also alluded to, Eva, private health insurance also sometimes does not cover injuries that happen in the course of self-employment. Farming is generally self-employment and is hazardous. So this is a real concern. And it all boils down to money. Better insurance costs more money up front, and that can be difficult for farms and ranches to to bear, to be able to afford those costs.
1: Yeah, when back when I was farming, I struggled with that too, and the one solution I could not pursue when I was on the marketplace trying to get, you know, the best plan for my budget, was to buy a fancier, more expensive policy. It just was not an option for me on a tight budget, trying to grow a farm business. And so, you know, our farmers may be feeling trapped if, if they're in a similar situation. Um, so, yeah, really curious to explore another option. And I really feel like you are leading us to workers' compensation.
2: <laughs> so, right. You saw it coming, Eva. Exactly. So now that we've run through how health insurance fails farm owners, let's talk about a complementary approach. And it is workers' compensation and it does cost money, but it might be worth it for the benefit that's gained from workers' comp. Now, this could be a surprising twist in the conversation because most people think of workers' comp as a regulatory obligation that we fulfill for our employees. They think of it as an employee benefit. It is that actually, um, but the core purpose of workers' comp is coverage for work related injuries, and farm owners can also choose coverage
0: for themselves but so, like you said, it costs money, uh which obviously is always top on top of mind uh for business owners. Can we take a closer look at the details there? What does a farmer or a rancher? have to gain from workers' compensation that would make it worth the price.
2: Exactly. I mean, And that's really the, those are the key factors, Kate. It's what are you paying for and is it worth it? So here's some of the headline benefits um, that workers' comp can provide. There's no deductible. So um, if a work-related injury is covered, it's covered. And there's, there's not, you know, $3,000 that we still have to pay. Workers' compensation covers prescriptions. It covers prosthetics, medical equipment, and other things that are often excluded from our health insurance policies. Workers' compensation also provides a benefit uh, and by that I mean just plain money uh, for the loss of, of function or, you know, let's say you lose a, a finger, a limb, or even God forbid someone loses their life. There are there is money that people receive for that. Um, Workers' comp provides coverage for lost wages and transportation to doctors' visits because a person can't engage, or lost wages because they can't engage in their work, and then the mileage and the, you know, those sorts of things for getting to those doctors' visits. And if someone is doing physical therapy, you know, uh, once or multiple times a week, that stuff can really add up. So health insurance just doesn't cover those
0: costs. Mm. So so it's sounding like... Workers' compensation is a really great complement to health insurance because it is more comprehensive for the price paid and might help farmers who have health insurance but are still buried by those costs. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Uh, There's no worry that a workers' compensation
2: policy will not cover farm injuries because they're self-employed. It is insurance for work. Um, we also don't have to worry about those prescription costs and, and things like that. So it can be an effective investment in health and peace of mind for a farmer ranch owner.
1: Yeah, and Rachel, you're reminding me of a farmer that we worked with to present a workshop in uh, Montana a couple years ago before the pandemic. Um, and when we were talking to him through the farmer leadership training, he was really worried about becoming injured during crucial times in his harvest as he makes all of his money at once. Um, he was growing, you know, large acreage uh, of beans and if he got injured he'd lose the ability to drive the tractor and haul the harvest which are huge jobs and he was managing thousands of acres pretty much by himself and if he got injured it would be a big deal and he'd need funds to be able to hire someone else to take his place and get the job done so that he could bring in the harvest get paid and have enough to to start the farm again the next season, uh, and so he recognized that workers' compensation could ease that burden and give him that peace of mind that you were talking about, Rachel, by making up for his own lost wages as well. So even though he's you know just one farmer running his own operation, he pays for workers' compensation uh, for himself uh, every year, and you know plans to work it into his budget.
2: Exactly. Some farmers look at this and think, that is a great choice for me. And and for those folks, let's let's talk about what it looks like to add yourself to a workers' comp policy. For farms that are already buying it for workers, it's as simple as that. You just call up the agent or whoever it is that handles your policy and say, uh, you know, I'm going to let coverage put me on it. How do I do that? Yes, it, it does increase your premium costs, but it is a business expense, um, which you know this uh, folks know how to handle that for costs what are we looking at you can you can estimate and and your situation may vary but you can estimate about $3 per $100 in covered payroll so you know what does that really mean let's say i'm a farmer who makes 50,000 a year i compensate myself 50,000 a year um for my farm work um, at $3 per 100, that means the premium to add myself on the policy would be $1,500. You know, $1,500 a fair chunk of change. But again, we're comparing this to health insurance. Um, and, you know, would we rather spend that money to upgrade our health insurance and lower that deductible? Eh, that that, that $1,500 might be best spent on a workers' comp policy.
0: Hmm. So, yeah, it sounds like the costs... Are pretty comparable but the difference in co- coverage is way different in a, a good way and i'm wondering if farmers should be rushing out to buy this well 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 um no <laughs> we got we, we gotta think carefully
2: about our options here so now's a good time for me to introduce some drawbacks to workers comp there's drawbacks to workers comp just like there are to health insurance workers compensation covers work injuries only so it's, it's, it's not a good like sole option. What about the, that time that, you know, a, a person gets injured going to their nephew's birthday party, you know, is still need health insurance for non-work related injuries. Uh, all right. And I, I, you know, I, it is also worth pointing out that getting the, that compensation for lost wages isn't as valuable if you aren't earning much money. You know, if you're in the early stages of your farm business and you can't afford to pay yourself more than, you know, $10,000, you know, it might not be worth trying to make that, that uh, trying to secure those lost wages. Workers' compensation is a bureaucratic system. There is a process by which claims are approved, claims are denied, claims are appealed, and yes, some individuals do end up going to workers' compensation court in an attempt to try to get um, get justice and get their claims covered when they should be. Um, I'm not happy uh, to, to say that that's the case, um, but like so many things with insurance, we are dealing with rules and policies and how those are enforced. It's also worth pointing out that with workers' comp, you may not choose the doctor that you go through, and you may not be able to to pick certain kinds of treatment or or various other things. Some of us also have that situation with our health insurance policies, but it may be more so with workers' compensation. So there are those drawbacks to, um, to the system. and Many farmers
1: look at it and think, that still works for me.
2: And some farmers look at that and say, -uh, I'm not gonna, no, that's not my solution.
1: Yeah, thanks, Rachel. That's a great roundup for farm and ranch operators uh, regarding health insurance and workers' compensation, how they can work together, the pros and cons of each. Um, And for you listeners out there who have a primary concern about work-related injuries, um, yeah, I think it's great that you are tuning in. You've made it this far, and you're now considering both. So the bottom line here is that workers' compensation can provide expanded benefits with no deductible, and that coverage for lost wages, travel costs, and disability benefits makes the cost of workers' compensation worth it to some farmers and ranchers. While to others, the money might be better spent on a higher quality health insurance plan.
0: And before we go, as always, we will leave you with some best practices to consider for yourself So first, just talk to a workers' compensation agent in your state to see what adding yourself to workers' comp coverage might cost. And consider your needs and concerns around health insurance costs. Write them down, reflect on them, and whether the benefits and drawbacks of workers' compensation would be worth it to you for your unique situation. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in, and uh, we'll, we'll I keep wanting to say we'll see you next time. Um, <laughs> we'll be with you next time.
1: Thanks. Bye. <laughs> okay. Thanks,
0: everyone. Bye. Bye. We're so glad you joined us for this episode of the Farm Commons podcast. If you are looking for more resources on your burning farm law questions, visit our website at farmcommons.org for a variety of workshops, guides, checklists, tutorials, and more. You can also email your questions and comments to info at farmcommons.org. Stay tuned for our next episode, and until then, keep growing.
2: And uh, this is Rachel saying this material is funded in partnership by USDA risk management agency under award number RMA 22 CPT 0012392.